0: It's good. It sucked. It's meh. Everyone has an opinion, but only I have the balls to tell you the truth as I see it. You Wanna know how good a movie really is? Well, sit back, kick your feet up because you're about to witness a common man's review. Let's get this mother started out right as another past and present movie review episode begins now. The worst of the Power spinoffs is back with Power Book Force. What's up, it's your boy Enigma with another past and present review episode, and today we're going to take a look at season two of Power Book Force, or as I like to call it, Grand Theft Auto Tommy. So Grand Theft Auto Tommy is back with more missions as he tries to solidify himself in the Chicago drug world. Now the first season of this show was very basic. There wasn't much to enjoy about it. It just I don't know, I guess I'm still stunned that a white drug dealer from New York was able to immerse himself in the Chicago's underworld so easily. It's just laughable to me, to be honest with you. Now, as an audience, we know who Tommy is, but the people in Chicago shouldn't know who Tommy is, but he was able to integrate himself as part of the drug organization, CBI, and he's taken on the the Irish guy, Walter Flynn. Uh, that was my horrible Ireland accent but anyways you know there was the the show just didn't stand out I mean we have shows like Raising Canaan which I thought was an exceptional power spinoff and then the uh, power book Ghost, which is kind of a little less I mean it's not bad it's not good it's just kind of mid there and then this is the worst of the power shows it just i think part of the reason why is because it's in chicago it had a whole new group of characters that we didn't really know of they tried to add several people in there like Liliana from new york which again you're in new york i still don't see how the hell you hook up with somebody um i'm sorry you're in chicago i don't see how you hook up with somebody that you knew in new york just happened to run into him in chicago it just oh my god this story just made my head sh- hurt Now, the good news is, I do think that season two is much better than season one, and maybe that's because we familiarized ourselves with these characters, and so now we know a little more that's going on. I just think it was better written this season, but before we jump into what I like and what I didn't like, let's go ahead and give a brief, and I mean brief, recap of what happened this season. So Tommy and Diamond continue to build their empire while keeping Jannard and the new crew down. Tommy still hasn't forgotten about Liliana's death and is looking to take out Claudia. He ruins her by giving out the Dahlia drug formula online, essentially ruining her business. So Dahlia, which was such a big part of season one, is basically gone very early in this season. We're never hearing anything about it anymore. So it is what it is. Walter Flynn is struggling. Um, in his neck of the woods as he tries to keep his support in Ireland strong but it's starting to wane because of a lot of things that went on in season one Um, not only that but his son Vic is also looking to take him down wanting revenge for the death of his girl back in season one Claudia also wants Walter out of the way so she can take over the reins from her father so she and Vic plan an attack to have their father killed after being told that Vic would still get the power since he's the male heir. Claudia purposely withholds information hoping that Vic is killed with her father. Unfortunately for her Vic survives and realizing that his sister turned on him he becomes a witness to the feds looking to bring Claudia down the feds stupidly enough just wants him to get in good with Tommy so they can take CBI down now speaking of Tommy and CBI there's probably and this is just my estimation a good two to three million women in Chicago okay. Tommy decides to fall in love with the one that's related to his plug, Miguel. Okay, I'm going to talk about that here in a little bit, but moving on. Diamond, on the other hand, has been assigned a new parole officer, one that he can't buy. He must balance his drug life and public life in order to stay free. He befriends this nerdy kid who is bullied and looks to teach him how to fight. He also hooks up with this nerdy kid's fine-ass mother, and I mean fine as hell. And the kid finally stands up for himself, but is killed, turning Diamond into the psychopath, I assume he was, before he went into the pen. I mean, he's so crazy, he even kills his parole officer in one of the just craziest death scenes you've seen in a show. You know, I mean, you see this type of stuff in like horror movies and stuff like that, but the way they did it, I got to give them props on that. Anyways, Jannard being on his own isn't going well um, as he's struggling to keep up with his product, his crew's respect, ends up getting hooked on drugs himself. His girlfriend, known on the internet as Discount Jukebox, is looking to keep him clean as he plans to take the throne away from Tommy and Diamond. Well, she's the main plan, I guess you would say. She kind of went through this big transformation in one episode, which was just crazy um Jinar goes along with it but starts feeling bad about plotting against his brother discount jukebox isn't having nothing of it however so basically in the final episode everything kind of comes to an end as all of tommy's plans you know clearly works he sets up claudia to take the downfall she gets arrested instead of him the feds are still crying because they didn't get Tommy, (laughs) which is just dumb so tommy's basically you know taking over everything claudia is possibly killed and i say possibly because tommy has her stabbed in prison but they don't really show her if she's dead or not she gets stabbed and just you know, they assume that she's dead. He gets his revenge for Liliana. And as far as Vic, he finds out Vic is a snitch and he has them separated. I don't even know what they were planning on doing with it. It's like Diamond kind of got pissed off with him and I don't blame him that, you know, why is Vic not dead? He's a snitch. And Tommy says he wants to have somebody in the FBI snitching, I don't know, some stupid convoluted plan that they said to get Tommy and Diamond kind of fussing at each other at the end to show that everything isn't all solid as it should be. And not only that, uh, Jannard is making moves as well as (laughs) Tommy's nephew, the psychopath that he is, goes and kills the kid that killed um, Diamond's fine ass girl's son trying to get back in and diamond didn't want that because then ne- he the guy he killed is the nephew of the boss that they're working with in prison and genard sets it up to where he promises to deliver the boy and all this other type of stuff so Jannard is still in there trying to make things happen as he and uh jukebox kind of they have their own little thing going they send a picture of tommy and Miguel's sister, you know, hooking up. And at the end, Miguel says, You'll never see her again, you know, as a little dig to Tommy. So even though Tommy won the drug war, he's lost the love of his life yet again. I don't think that Miguel would kill his actual sister, but wherever she is, it's going to be a main plot point, I'm assuming, in season three. Oh, and by the way, um, Tommy's mom and his brother are still in the season as well. That's it. That's the comment for them. (laughs) All right. So, like I said, this is much better than season one. Even though I still don't believe Tommy can rise like that, it was nice to see him handle things. I did like the conflict with Diamond and his brother. I thought that kind of brought a lot of storyline together. Um, I also like Diamond helping out the sexy chick's son. It was a little predictable that would happen, um, but I think it realistically shows why learning to fight doesn't necessarily make things easier and what i mean by that is i don't know i just kind of saw it when they first were kind of you know foreshadowing that this was going to happen because i figured the kid is going to you know we always watch the movies where you know a kid learns to defend himself and he takes out the bully and all you know and everything's all good and all that but you you knew that wasn't going to happen here because you're in the hood. And, you know, being in the hood, you know that if you lose a fight, somebody go get a gun and shoot you down. And that's exactly what happened. So Diamond's plan actually backfired. And I guess I understand why he would get upset over that, you know. But did he really have anything to do with this? No. But, you know, fine as mommy did <laughs> thinks he did. And so, you know, that just really triggered him and turned him into i think like i said what he was coming out of prison or before he went to prison so you know it's just one of those things i thought that whole storyline was great and um the tommy storyline it was okay i mean tommy getting shot i actually have to say i like that because before this i don't think we've ever seen tommy take a single bullet and i'm trying to think back to the power days and i know it's been a while since i watched it but tommy actually getting shot in this was finally showing that he is immortal you know before it's just like everything tommy does i always said that tommy and ghost were always like trained um soldiers i don't know how they learned that they can say oh we learned that on the street no you didn't some of the stuff that they were doing you had to learn in the military which neither one of them have been in at least they haven't said anything about it like if they do a prequel and they show tommy and um ghost in the military a lot of that crap would make sense but It didn't make sense to me, but Tommy finally got shot, and I make no mistake, he was healed, like, within a matter of, (laughs) like, an episode. I don't even think they even, he didn't have any effects from it after that, so. But I did enjoy that part of the storyline. Now, I will say this. One of the things I didn't like, the whole Irish storyline sucked. And it was its own thing for a half season until Walter died and Vic joined Tommy. Tommy. I know I'm still trying to do perfect my Ireland thing, but I didn't care about Walter Flynn and his hard to understand accent. And I will say that the story itself wasn't bad as, you know, as opposed to, If this was its own show, like if the Walter storyline had its own series and show, it wouldn't have been bad. But because it's in this, this is what made it bad. Every time they were on the screen, I was like, go back to CBI stuff. I wanted to see that storyline because that was the more intriguing storyline. That was the main storyline. And it just seemed that the whole Irish storyline we're just thrown in there and so we finally don't have to listen to walter flynn and his heavy artist accent anymore and blah 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 it just did not fit in this show i'm sorry you know by itself i would still watch it because then you have a different expectation but when you have the cbi thing going on and everything that's going on with uh Gennard and all that I would rather watch that, the conflict with Jannard and CBI and all the things that they're doing, trying to build their empire. That's what you're looking for in a power episode, not an Irish guy that I can't understand. So uh, that's just that. Um, Another thing I didn't really care for, discount jukebox personality flip. I don't even know what the girl's name is, to be honest with you. And I just watched the show last night, but I got sick of her so quick. You know, she played the reserve role at the beginning for the moment. You know, she was Jannard's girl and everything was, you know, going cool. And then all of a sudden, one episode, she just starts low-key punking Jannard. And I want to take out Tommy and Diamond. I want to take all of that. Like, bro, where did that even come from? It was like the biggest flip. (laughs) It didn't make any sense. I mean, she went from casual and make no mistake. I get how she runs the territory because she you really didn't see that at the beginning like how is this girl running the territory yeah she's a tomboy she looks rough and tough but when Jannar came around she's just like this old helpless damsel or whatever not really helpless but you get what i'm saying more female oriented just reserved and then all of a sudden she just flips out like i want to run this and she ends up doing business with claudia doing moves on her own and you can kind of see and i appreciate that you can kind of see why she's running things but it just came just at a moment like and i i promise you when it happened it was at the end of one of the episodes it's like somebody literally flipped the switch on this chick and she just went hardcore you know, this should have been kind of built up to that. There was no buildup. She went from, you know, hey, Janar, to we need to take these mofos out. Da, 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 da. I'm like, come on, bro. Really? You know, that, I just thought that was just too much. And it just came out of nowhere. Um, the FBI's hard on for Tommy was just ridiculous. So with all the crime and everything going on, you're going to let the Irish and everything go just to get Tommy. And, you know, one of the things I never understood about this is why can't they just arrest him already? I mean, he faked his own death after being wanted in New York. Did that charge just go away? They should have enough to arrest him just with that. But for some reason, the shy mom, she just she just lost her mind. I I mean, you really thought that Tommy (laughs) did Tommy just I don't know, sleep with somebody she liked or something. It's just like, what is this hard on? That she had for Tommy. At the final episode, you just took out the Serbs and Claudia. It was a big bust. Alright? What the hell do you care about Tommy for? And just just FYI, I like when Claudia gets caught. I didn't do anything <laughs> that Karen came out of her. Like, she didn't do anything. Yeah, they didn't tell her about that part of the game. But I just didn't understand the Shy's mom. What she was so obsessed with Tommy for. Now speaking of her Shy mom That sex scene that she had Was the worst thing I've ever seen on TV In a long time And I don't know the actress She plays The shy uh step-mama Very well on that show Okay now she's a um, Lesbian on that show You know she's with uh, Kevin and Old Girl's mom And for some reason, she's fine in that. But in this, when they tried to put that whole feminine thing with her, it just looks terrible. First of all, she has a bad wig on that's to be worthy. And I don't know. She just, when she's forced to act in this, it just, she was just laughable. Okay, so I don't know if the female actress, is she really gay in real life or is she straight in real life? Like, because if I had to pick it, I would think that she's gay in real life because those scenes in The Shy, she's fine. You know, she seems comfortable. They have chemistry. Whereas in this, she just looks uncomfortable as hell. And that sex scene was just terrible. I mean, that sex scene was so bad, it made me not want to have sex ever again. It was that bad. And you normally, you know, they had a lot of sex scenes in this show as normal. But I don't know what the hell was going on with that. That was just one of the worst things I had ever seen. Like if I was eating something, I probably would have stopped eating because that was just terrible. I don't know what they were doing with that, but <laughs> they she needed some more um, coaching on that, which makes me think that she doesn't feel getting down with a man And so it really showed on camera that she wasn't comfortable with that scene but she didn't look comfortable for most of the season she's not that good of an actress outside of the shy she's great in the shy had no problems with her in the shy but for some reason this is my first time seeing her in a role like this and she just looks mad uncomfortable i'm sorry and that sex scene they should have just deleted (laughs) i would have just been like all right just delete it we don't need to go any further with this just drop this scene because that was terrible Um, so I mentioned this earlier, Tommy hooking up with Miguel's sister is so cliche to the point where it's dumb. There is too many women in the world to mess with that crazy fool's sister. He sees what this dude does to people. And for some reason he decides, you know what? I'm gonna mess with her. And, you know, in one sense, it does make a little sense because she's, you know, accustomed to the game. She knows what goes on with it, so he doesn't have to hide anything from her. But this man is crazy. Miguel is crazy. There is no woman. I don't care if Miguel's sister looks like Beyonce. Beyonce. I am not messing with her because that dude is a psychopath. And I understand that his whole point was, I'm going to take everything from Miguel and, you know, build CBI up, become the main supplier, blah, blah, blah. I get all of that. But at the same time, you know, there's just certain things that you don't do. This is unnecessary. You see how this guy is. And, you know, it reminds me of uh, that fast and furious movie the tokyo drift one it's like bro there is one girl that you know you in tokyo there's millions of people out there why are you messing with the one girl that had to do with the main bad guy i can't remember thinking his name was dk why i don't understand it's become a cliche in movies and i got i understand movies have to have conflict and all that but i just think tommy his character will be a little smarter than that I understand she's cute, he's attracted to her and all that, but damn. You know what I'm saying? Damn. That didn't make any sense to hook up with the sister. Um, (laughs) another thing that's funny about this show is Tommy's funny talking brother and his son are just like the worst thing on TV. The son is annoying as hell because he won't listen even though the stuff can get him killed and his brother's voice just annoys me and there was a time in this show um the finale where he was mimicking his father's voice and i say he sounds just like that fool but um let's talk about i think his name is d-mac the nephew so i don't understand why one he won't listen he just refuses to listen And he get, he delivers the line of I'm a gangster I haven't heard a line delivered that bad Since 50 Cent said it on Get Rich and Die Trying we said I'm a gangster grandma That was just terrible Like The kid can't act But forget the acting for a second Why would you go And shoot somebody <laughs> Take a picture of it and <laughs> it was funny Because Diamond asked him Did anybody see you? He said no I don't think so <laughs> oh my god this dude is just such a liability they need to put him in the ground they really do because this dude has just caused more problems than it needed now genard has the leverage that he needs to kind of get things going but this was just i don't know this this They should have put him in the ground. At first, I was like, yeah, you know, they don't need to go to that extreme. But now I think they should have went that extreme because that dude is a liability. And Tommy doesn't even know what's going on with it all as of yet. So him and Diamond still have their little secrets on what's going on. Yeah, that's... That dude is an idiot. Okay, that kid just up there ran. He shot a cop. They send him away. He gets into it at the little prep school that he went to. He comes back to the shy. Then he goes and shoots another kid. And, oh my goodness! It just—I don't know. It's just terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, but yeah, as far as uh, Tommy's funny-talking brother and Kate, they could have taken both of them out of the season and I'd have been fine with it. That storyline was just stupid. It just kept jumping up like, oh, hey, remember us? And like, I forgot at one point that he was even in the show um Tommy's brother. <laughs> and at the end there, he kind of separated himself like, you're not my family anymore. So hopefully that's the last we'll see of funny-talking brother and Kate because they brought nothing to the show whatsoever. He didn't need all that drama so we can focus on the CBI stuff. Um, But overall, like I said, this season was much better than season one. I think that they actually set the tone in this season. And I like that they've already set it up for the third season. As you see that Miguel may have lost some territory that he thought he was going to get. But he has something that Tommy wants, which is his sister. And that's going to be the main conflict, I guess, throughout the next season. And you also set up the divide between Diamond and Tommy, who are there. You know, they have different secrets and different way of thinking things. And, you know, everything's cool with that. So it seems like they're going in the right direction. All right. The first season, I was just kind of like, eh. And really, Claudia... Make no mistake, I like the actress. She was on Banshee, one of my favorite shows. So I just think that her character was just annoying as hell. And so if they did kill her good, but for some reason, the fact that she just kind of collapsed to the ground and you don't hear anything after that, I'm thinking that they're going to try to. This is what uh, Power tries to do. They're going to have this as like a surprise towards the end or middle of the season that she is still alive. And she's, you know, she still got her friend out on the streets, the other girl she had sex with in the final episode. So there's a lot they can work with with this. So now that Walter's gone, we don't have to deal with his BS anymore. Vic is still alive. So we'll see how that's going to go, even though he's been working with the feds, uh, the shy's mama and your boy, the other fed that she was messing with or police she was messing with they kind of had it out so we hopefully won't be seeing any more of those sex scenes my god that was horrible (laughs) i still can't get that out of my head but anyways what did you think about season two of tommy i just call it tommy power tommy um did you enjoy it did you like it better than season one did you think it sucked as well as always let me know your thoughts in the comments below and if you want to check out any of my creative work you can hit me up at www. Enigma that's www.enigmakid.com. k-i-d dot It's your boy Enigma, signing off. I want that money and power.